Ben, I woke up and I thought I had torn my Achilles this morning. Oh, what happened? Softball. Fat and out of shape. Oh, that's, that's tough. Did you win at least? Yeah. Um, I think it was just a wake-up call that I need to hang it up or, you know, get in shape. I think getting in shape sounds like more fun. Well, I have Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner, so I don't know how well that's going. Ben, we got a lot of talk about tonight. Should we go ahead and just get started? Might as well. Give the people what they want. I don't know what the people want yet. I don't either. They need to tell us what they want. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the B Team. As always, I am your host, Eric Busby. With me is the greatest co-host a man could ever ask for, Benjamin Mark Williams. What's going on, Ben? Hey, that was that was so nice. That may be the nicest thing you ever said to me. I'm uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, we gotta make people think that we actually like each other. That's fair. Everyone, just as it was last Wednesday, pretty college football heavy podcast coming your way. So uh, it's gonna be great. Just sit back and enjoy it. Um, also, want to talk about our uh, new pick system, which you know we changed up a little bit. So I hope you all enjoy that. Of course, we have fantasy football stuff, which we just we're so we bad. Just, we just absolutely suck at it. Um, hopefully, get to some MLB news. Hopefully, get to some NBA news. But if not, it'll be a, a podcast for another time. So, go Braves. <laughs> ben, I think the biggest story from this weekend, without a doubt, was Texas A&M Alabama. Correct? Yeah. How wrong we were about A&M. How wrong we were about Alabama. Hey, yeah, I guess I was I was on that boat too. So anyone that doesn't know, uh AM scored 41. Alabama scored 38. That means That's Texas less. AM won. Shocking. To say the least. We That's absolutely funny. berated AM last week. <laughs> we gave we gave them hell. And for good reason, to be honest. But we kind of look like nincompoops now. Well, that was the case beforehand. <laughs> well, do you uh, so. do you want to apologize to Jimbo? No. The most overrated coach in the country. <laughs> I mean, he did he did what he had to do. He did what I said that Ed O had to do. Not that Jimbo's in danger of losing his job, but he you beat Bama. Gus Malzahn proved that buys you at least two or three more years. First assistant to ever beat Saban, right? Yeah, well, I mean, finally. Yeah, they hadn't lost a uh, they hadn't lost an unranked team in a hundred games. I was at the I've said this before. I was at the last time they lost an unranked team. Is that you, Monroe? Yeah, in Tuscaloosa. Man, what a time! Brutal. Wow. By the way, I don't. Do you follow Message Board Genius on Twitter? It's fantastic if you don't. No, I should. Yeah, they they had some from Tuscaloosa this week saying people <laughs> or from people saying they need to fire Nick Saban, and I could not agree more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get rid of that guy. He sucks. Old, decrepit. He's losing it. Shows no fire anymore. Yeah. Ben, do I need to apologize to Zach Calzada? I think everybody should apologize to Zach Calzada. I thought he had died at one point. The dude was crying walking off the field against Mississippi State. Um. He was also in tears walking off the field with one <laughs> leg in the fourth quarter last week. Yeah, and then he did the damn thing. That was one of the more shocking results I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, recency bias. Uh, well, you know, everybody's going to say it was great, you know, best craziest upset of all time. I mean, it was a big one. I, I honestly had the – I gave him as my pick. One of my picks last week was Alabama to cover, or they minus like 18 and a half 18, or something. Think, something like that. Yeah. But I mean, did did Bama ever lead that game? No, they had tied. No, they did take a lead, right? Did they? Maybe I don't I'm know. Wrong. I know it was like they were I up. I think they were and, were they not up 3831 and then AM scored 10 unanswered? Maybe so. The the end gets I was just like, I was had a had a few drinks. Um <laughs> But I remember they were up like seven or four, and then they ran that kickoff back. Yeah. So I don't know what the score was of that. That may have been to get them to 31. And then maybe Bama win on a tear. You talked about running the kickoff back. A-Chain might be the fastest man alive. That, yeah, he got to like – I saw something on Twitter. He got to like 22 miles an hour. Ridiculous. 
is this where we insert the uh, the stereotypical like, oh, I hate to be the team to my place next joke? I don't think it's a joke. I'm terrified. Ah, uh, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, honestly, I was terrified beforehand. So yeah, well, I mean, we, we really got changed. me a lot like forty last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it can give us hope. Did you see Mike Leach's quote about uh, if we take Alabama lightly, we're the dumbest team in the one, country? That was the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. Well, one of. <laughs> I thought his response was great, and then he started to go on a tangent about how we would have good characteristics if we thought that, but we'd be stupid still. I was like, what is happening? But, yeah, somebody asking if we're going to overlook Alabama because they lost a game when they're freaking in the middle of probably one of the best dynasties in college football. I don't think you can – I don't think it's one of the best. I think it's the best? I mean, I think it started it over a decade ago. Yeah, 2009, I guess, yeah. But I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Like, I – I don't think either one of us are predicting Mississippi State to win this week. I will just say Alabama's had two true road games this year, and it was a two-point win at Florida and a loss at a Yeah. I mean, Davis Wade, get rowdy. Cowbells will be rocking. God, that 2017 game, man. Freaking Cal- – not even Calvin Ridley. That umpire that threw the hat. They reviewed it. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they reviewed it and still said. <laughs> All scoring plays are reviewed. Yeah. And then uh, – The end of, the end of that old, game. And then old Nicky Fitz launched one about 20 yards out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> the Amen. All I'm going to say is Alabama's not invincible. And uh, no. last week last week I wouldn't have said that, so. Yeah. But brings me back to my point. Georgia's the best team in the country. Yeah, I uh, – Kind of have no choice but to agree with you now. <laughs> um, Georgia's kids, they just keep humming along. I don't, it's so boring to watch, but at the same time, it's like amazing. It's like the most 1980s football I've ever seen. Yeah. It, um, obviously defense heavy. And like we talked about, Stetson Bennett's not sexy, but, um, gets the job done. That defense is really. Yeah, they've uh, their defense has given up five and a half points per game this year. Pretty good. Um, the 10 points they give up to Auburn uh, is the first time anyone scored on them in three weeks. Granted, one of those weeks was Vanderbilt. <laughs> Still, um, the shutout's a shutout, and I think it's the first touchdown anyone scored on them since UAB, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, Clemson didn't, uh, uh, Arkansas didn't. Vanderbilt didn't. Vanderbilt definitely didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, ben, I have a stat for you that I thought was just amazing. Uh, came from Josh Pate, 247 Sports. If y'all oh, yeah, I gave, him a, I gave him a follow off your recommendations. Yeah, follow. if y'all don't listen to his podcast, please do. It's pretty interesting stuff if you're a college football fan. But uh, he said on the episode I listened to today, Stetson Bennett has thrown less than 20 passes all year in which he's not leading by two scores. That's Granted, insane. JT Barrett played the first week. Yeah, or but not still. JT Barrett, uh, uh, JT Daniels. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. I mean, not shocking, though. Why Why throw the ball when you have that defense in that run game? You got Zamir White and Dalvin Cook's little brother in the backfield. And, yeah, it's um, just ridiculous. They just lean on you. It's like the old Bama teams before they started going crazy on offense with these, um, you know, once the spread kind of got more in vogue, you know, they had Ingram and then Richardson, uh, Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, freaking Alvin Kamara transferred out of there. That he wasn't even playing. So it's like those the old Bama teams used to just not let you score, not let you cross the 50 really, and then just run the ball down your throat for four quarters. So – that's what it reminds me of. I think Kirby Smart kind of brought that over. He's finally seems to be putting it all together. And I hope he, you know, I'm not a Georgia fan, but kind of hope he doesn't get away from that, you know, try to start throwing the ball over the field. I think if they just let their defense play, they're going to be in every game and running the ball that way with those backs. You can bring them in fresh. Not many people are going to be able to stop them. 
I'm still skeptical if you can win a national title with with Stetson Bennett at quarterback. I think they need JT Daniels, but it's making they're making it much more convincing that you can than you can't at this point. You and there's no one in the Stetson. E second. There's no one in the E second stop them. Like the next close game is going to be Alabama, SEC title. Maybe. Yeah. Unless, uh, well, well, we have a game this weekend that we're going to talk about later, but I just kind of spoiled something. I don't think it's going to be particularly close, but we'll get to that I mean, soon. If, when we beat Bama, they'll have two losses. We have one right. SEC loss. We went out. It's true. LSU's already got two. Or do they have two SEC losses? LSU's yeah, Auburn irrelevant. And, yeah, so we, we go to the champ, the ship, right? I say as the fan of a team that lost to LSU. <laughs> yeah. They're irrelevant. They've lost. They lost to Auburn, and then they lost last weekend, right? Yeah, they lost to Kentucky last weekend. Yeah, Kentucky never in the yeah. ball game. Yeah, that's right. That's how forgettable that game was. <laughs> uh, you want to touch on LSU for a second, just while we're here? Sure. Um, Kayshawn Boutte and Eli Ricks both announced that for how? the rest of the year. Yep. I mean, we all know Ed Orgeron's gone. It's just making it that much more evident that he's just not going to survive the season. I like where I'm at with saying he's going to be fired before Urban from yeah. last week. Um, it's it's just a real shame that a guy with the last name Boutte is not going to be playing anymore. That's just an all-time. Double caked up on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Boutte in the end zone. Oh, Ben, there are so many good games this weekend. Uh, one that kicked off at 11, the Red River rivalry. Can't say the S word anymore. Oh, oh FCC is coming for you. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma won 55-48. Ben, did you watch any of this game? Um, Not a whole lot. Uh, I watched maybe the first five to ten minutes and Texas was stomping them. Then I kind of turned it off, and then I, turned, I watched the last ten minutes probably. This is going to be a weird thing to start off with because they lost. Don't, Texas might be bad. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't do this. Don't fall into the trap, Busby. They might be back, man. We're back. I'm just hey, – Colts legend Sam Ellinger, okay, calm down. I'm just saying, Sarkeesian's good. He's got his quarterback in Casey Thompson. Bijan Robinson's insane. Like, they're obviously not going to win this year, but – there's some stuff going on there. That's all I'm going to say. What what is what constitutes back? Being relevant or winning? Well, Texas is kind of always Texas is kind of always relevant, right? Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think I think being back is winning the Big 12. Okay. Uh yeah. In that I, case I, I, mean, then I, for, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean for them, but that's I mean until they move over to the SEC, I think being back would be winning their conference. Yeah, I mean I'll give them another chance to win the Big 12. Yeah, and if you told me that they were to win the Big 12 next year because I don't think they're going to do it this year with Oklahoma, then, yeah, like I, I would consider Texas back. You don't think they're in the SEC by next year? Not putting it off. Definitely wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's – if con- winning a conference, the Big 12 is considered back, I, I don't hate that. And what, would you think, cons- what, what do you think would be back? You think like national title contention? Yeah, yeah probably, I think that's what Texas fans would consider back. That's probably what the vast majority of people would say. Um, yeah. So I'm probably a little bit more lenient there. Well, I mean, that's fair. They haven't been relevant in a long time since, what, 09 probably when they went to the ship? Uh, yeah, and they always complained about how Colt McCoy didn't get hurt. They would have won. By the way, yeah. what was the backup quarterback's name? Gary Gilbert. Uh, Gary Gilbert. Gary yeah. Gilbert. They almost came back and won that game. Yeah, I thought, Gilbert, so I, I thought he was gonna be so good. I was like a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school. Yeah, um, he was. He looked good that game. They had that. What was that? Uh, what was that wide receiver's name? That I couldn't tell you. That's a long the, time ago. The white guy. Oh, uh, Jordan Shipley. Yeah, Shipley. That dude. He had a brother. Probably. There were two Shipleys. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Fantastic podcasting. <laughs> We're also thinking back to what twelve years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, so that game was wild. 
Yeah, that game was wild. And the wildest part of the game is that uh, ESPN love child Spencer Rattler got benched. Yeah. And then walked off the field. Walked off the field. Um, Caleb Williams came in and led Oklahoma on a furious comeback. Ended up winning 55-48. Did you see the news out of uh, Oklahoma today? Uh, that he's a starter going forward. No, they. Oh, oh, oh yeah, they canceled. Hasn't yeah, they canceled. Yet. Yeah, they uh, they canceled all media availability because apparently someone from like the student newspaper was spying on practice or something. Like yeah, like with binoculars and saw the saw Caleb uh, Williams taking first team reps. Mm-hmm. That's just awesome. That's like the most college football thing ever. <laughs> um. It's also the most cultural thing ever that these coaches think that they're like holding the nuclear la- the nuclear launch codes. Yeah, like, like dude. He didn't even like Caleb Williams speak after the game. So stupid. Um, and I'm not, you know, one to stick up for the media, but I want to hear what Caleb Williams has to say. You just won yeah. the Red River S word uh in your first go around. Yeah, and a crazy comeback too. After the all everybody's you know the Heisman favorite coming into this year just gets benched. I was uh, very naive and I thought that NIL would change a lot of this stuff, but um, it seems to be more the same. So we'll see how that goes going forward. I think Caleb Williams is going to be the starter. I don't know why he wouldn't be. Bigger question: You think Rattler hits the old TP? Absolutely. Coming to Startwell? No, he's not coming. To, I don't do. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about it. If you're a team, I've heard, like, I've seen people say Ole Miss. Do you want that dude in your locker room? Like, I wouldn't. I was kidding. Seems toxic. These coaches are a lot smarter than I am. So maybe like I'm, I shouldn't be the one to judge, but I just from the naked eye, I wouldn't want him in the, in the locker room. I mean, it's probably better if you don't have anybody coming in. Um, probably better than nothing or somebody with no well, yeah i mean he was college football five-star recruit heisman hopeful like first yeah supposed to be a first round pick like yeah you take a a shot on the talent you just don't want the attitude with it right so i, I mean somebody's gonna get him i'm sure he'll be on a team that's supposed to be good next year but i wouldn't necessarily want him how fantastic would, would it be if uh he transferred to an SEC school and then Oklahoma joined the SEC. Yeah, I mean, that's very likely to happen. You think – so, would you take Will Rogers or Spencer Riley? God. Um, Will Rogers for everything I just said. I love that. Yeah, I don't – I don't like it. <laughs> Big Will um, Rogers guy. Um, But – I think the team responds to Will Rogers more than teams respond to Spencer Rattler. I don't think there's any question about who's more talented. Um, I'm just saying from a strictly like locker room standpoint, I would take Will Rogers over Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I would too. I think Rattler needs to like, uh, I would love to see him at like Arizona. Uh, Oregon? TCU. No, the, the last thing Rattler's got to play here. You can't transfer to like UCLA. And be named Spencer Rattler. Ohio State? It doesn't work. No. We're thinking Desert. Penn State? We're thinking Desert. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Arizona State, Arizona. UTEP. Oh, that would be sick. Uh, UNLV, New Mexico. Spencer Rattler just kicking it out in Albuquerque and Las Cruces (laughs) or wherever those schools are. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I mean – we don't know. Caleb Williams, God forbid, could get hurt or something, and then I'm sure he gets right back in there. Yeah, I mean, he, and he looked good down. The, he looked good down the stretch last year too, but uh, right. he didn't have a guy like Caleb Williams to come in and, and take over for him. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, Oklahoma's not what everybody thought they were coming in. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Big Twelve is kind of crazy this year. Uh, they got a lot of bad teams and then a lot of pretty good teams. It's not like anybody – I mean, Oklahoma's probably going to win it, but I could see them slipping up again. 
Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think they're the best team kind of going away. The real Oklahoma question State is undefeated. Yeah, but have you watched Oklahoma State play? <laughs> Honestly, no. Yeah, um, it's not great. Uh, but I mean, who knows if Oklahoma State beats Texas this week? Um, maybe Bedlam is more important than we think. But Ben, Alabama and A&M and uh, Texas OU, any normal Saturday would probably be the best two games of the year. We got more this week. Oh, wow. Talking about how great of a week this week, uh, how great of a week this was. Um, maybe the best bad game ever, Iowa-Penn State. You want to touch on it? Yeah, man, I was tuned into this one. I uh, <laughs> I was looking forward to it all day, honestly. It's like one of the first – I mean, I've watched several Big Ten games, but I was, like, keyed up for this one. Um, but it was kind of a weird game. Um, Iowa did their thing where they don't move the ball and then they punt it down to, like, the two and then play defense, get picks. Iowa defense just makes plays. Is Iowa any good? I still don't, I don't think I don't, they're I don't, that good. I, don't, I never think they're that good, but they always just win games. Am I an idiot? Probably. Don't answer that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they are. I mean, Clifford getting hurt. Um, you know, I think that game may have gone the other way if he stays in the whole whole yeah. game. Yeah, I think Clifford uh, – I think I mean, Penn State probably wins that if he stays in. Um, but Iowa won, so. Number two Iowa's got the two best, two best players of the position in very obscure positions. And that they have to be – they have to have the best center and the greatest punter of all time. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah, their punter was stupid. Um, them every time. And then we talked about Clifford getting hurt. Take one, Robertson came in. Roberson, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Just bad, bad dude. So bad. Just bad. Uh, yeah, felt bad was... for the guy. There were a couple times in the fourth quarter where he had guys open and just couldn't hit anybody. Yeah, it was um... – you're right. I don't know if that speaks to how good Iowa is or just how not good Penn State is without Clifford back there. Um, I don't think that Sean Clifford's that great. I mean, I think he's a, a solid quarterback, um, but it's not like he's all world. But that's, there was an obvious step down um, when Roberson, Roberson, however you say his last name, came in. Uh, but Iowa, we'll see. You know, Number two in the country, so you got to give him that. Yeah. And I don't think but, there's anyone in the Big Ten West that can compete with them. Uh, uh, I, I'm working. I'm 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 workshopping a take. It's not it's not finalized yet. I'm not saying this is going to happen. They do go to Nebraska the last week of the season. Oh no! First Texas and now Nebraska, Busby. The big the the old Big South is back. Yeah, obviously Arkansas. Back. Maybe um, not. No, going back to the Big Ten, like they have to be perhaps the most interesting conference out there, right? Like Iowa's undefeated. Penn State is four and one, five and one. I'm not entirely sure, but they could be right up there with that with uh with Clifford healthy. My uh Michigan's still undefeated, Michigan State's undefeated. Uh yeah. and then you have Ohio State, who I tweeted it out on Saturday. They're gonna get that play. Like they're the best team in the Big Ten. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, we both said that last week. They could be, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate that take that they're the most. They're definitely probably the most competitive. Now, I think the SEC's interesting, not best. Yeah, I mean, the SEC this year. I don't know. I don't know that they're down. I think there's more. I don't you know say, say parity. Yeah, and there's there's more teams that I think are good on a national scale than the past few years. Um, Ole Miss is better. Arkansas is better. Mississippi State's better, but that's not saying much. A&M. Uh, Tennessee has looked good. Uh, Florida has looked pretty good. Kentucky. And then you have Georgia, obviously. So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, we're biased toward the SEC. I watch a lot more SEC games than I do any other conference. But um, that, with the SEC being brought up, yeah, uh, I'm assuming you watched this one because, you know, your uh, so-called wife graduated from <laughs> Ole Miss. Uh, I did, yes. 52-51 Ole Miss. 
it was it was exactly what you want from an old miss arkansas game i was about to say you don't expect anything different with these two it's always weird it, it, it is a vastly underrated weird game always yep and um it didn't disappoint i uh i was watching the end of the game uh, in my living room and my wife was in the far back bedroom in the fetal position, having me call out plays as the game ended. So it uh, it came down to the wire. I thought, you know, it was insane. I think, did Matt Corral have four rushing I think Katie Jefferson had six, I think. Not six yeah. rushing touchdowns, but six touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, they, I uh, think the two teams scored three touchdowns in like the last minute and 33 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And that last drive by Arkansas, the clock operator for Ole Miss – shouldn't have a job <laughs> if that if that last play had happened at alabama against alabama you think there's time left on the clock uh you know what i'm talking about yeah i was trying to think about where the kick six took place to before i answered that, that was in that was at auburn yeah but uh yeah that was they, also alabama and they tried to, and they tried to end it and bama made them put a second back on the clock fair enough but uh yeah, they throw an incomplete pass. They snap it with like four seconds, five seconds, something like that. Throw an incomplete pass to the back of the end zone. There's one second left. Yeah, like, it was six seconds um, left on the clock. And uh, I have I listened to a Mississippi radio show earlier that said that the play took seven seconds to happen. Um, so you would assume with six seconds left, the play took seven seconds, it'd be ball game. But uh, nope, somehow there was still a second left. And uh, Arkansas scored and went for two. Didn't hate the call. I'm gonna be completely honest. I love with you. it. I, I know he's getting second guessed, but who cares? No. Like you, you they just hadn't put up stopped 50, Ole Miss the whole second half. You just put up 51 points and you scored with like you have all the momentum. Just go for it. Yep. Um, and wasn't a yeah. huge fan of the play call, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like that. You have to roll KJ Jefferson out there to give him an option to throw or pass, and it just didn't work. Like uh, you move on. It'll be all right. Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm running his big six foot whatever boote right up the gut and making him tackling. Honestly, I mean, when he rolled out, the linebackers knew exactly what was going on, so they just peeled right at him, got in his face, and then he throws the ball high and away. Um, I just run him right up the gut. Those big offensive linemen bring in a couple tight ends, run him up the gut. But that being said, um, I I don't hate the play call. I would have gone for two if yeah. I was a coach. You just got to end it there because it's going to be a shootout. They can go either way in overtime. And with the way Ole Miss had caught fire towards the end of that game, I don't think they were stopping them. So Ole Miss won this week. We can't really make fun of them for that. But you want to talk about Yancey Porter for a second? Who? Yancey Porter. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's favorite beat writer. That guy. That that was just an all time tweet. So I just anyone, love the yeah yeah anyone that doesn't know, um, Devin Brown's a four star quarterback recruit. He was at uh, Ole Miss this past week, and he's committed to USC. Yeah. I think um, so. there was a quote by Devin Brown, or so we thought, posted on twenty four seven sports dot com or uh, their uh, um, message board thing. Um, he was quoted as saying, it blew me away, honestly. I loved everything about my trip down there. It was my first time to visit the state of Mississippi. Never met so many nice people in my life. Their offense is tailor-made for a quarterback, misspelled tailor-made. Uh, they have two of the best offensive minds in college football. And let me tell you, like, as a former 18-year-old, no one speaks that way. No. That was posted was... by one Yancey Porter of uh, 247 Sports that uh, – um, he finally got caught doing what we all knew he was doing and making up stuff for clicks. Yeah, and the fact that the kid called him out was just awesome yeah. on Twitter, and then he has to put out this phony apology. Now, he's, already de- he's already deleted it, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, no longer no longer works for the Ole Miss spirit. Uh, really? I, yeah, I saw – yeah, he got let go. I, I saw he is now working for the – he is now the owner of Rebel Yell Hotline. So good for him. <laughs> yeah, I, that guy's just been a phony for a long time. I think even Ole Miss people are kind of sick of him at this point. Yeah, 
that's uh the kind of general gist of uh of my knowledge of Ole Miss fans too. Yeah, they're they're just tired of his BS. So I mean, it's always good to see him get roasted, but I think he's gonna fade into the sunset finally. I kind of hope he sticks around. <laughs> just for the laughs. Yeah, his uh his post him. his post during our Omaha run were just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. By the way, haven't funny. mentioned it. National championships in baseball. By the way. My dad gets mad at me every week for not bringing that up. So there you go, Dad. You can't see me. This is an audio podcast, but I'm wearing a Mississippi State National Championship shirt. I am not. I almost exclusively wear this gear because I wore a Vanderbilt shirt all day Saturday. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> it's a weird time, dude. Why? Just six bucks at TJ Maxx, and I said a deal's a deal. <laughs> I mean, are you okay buying it, but wearing it the week before we play them? Well, like we were playing. I, I acted like a Vanderbilt fan. I didn't even know who or when they were playing. No, that's fair. Oh, so those were the uh, kind of the top five games for the weekend, or at least the ones of the most importance. But, Ben, there's one more thing I want to touch on college football related. It's week six. Usually we have a Heisman favorite right now. I can't tell you who it is. I can. And you're not going to like it. Say it. <laughs> Say it. His name's Matt Corral. Yes! That was quicker than I thought. I knew you were going to say it. I just didn't know how long it was going to take to get to get you to say it. He is, man. I mean, you're right, because nobody else is up there. Bryce Young loses, didn't, you know. Bryce Young beat him head-to-head. I know, but has that matter? I mean, what matters is stats and opportunity towards the end of the year to play in big games. Um, granted, Ole Miss may not have a lot of those, but his offense is tailored, tailor-made for him to put up stats. And if he continues scoring touchdowns, especially running and throwing the ball like he is, I mean, he's definitely going to be invited. So, um, yeah, no, we're not – yeah, we're in agreement there, but you talked about stats. Bryce Young has thrown 20 touchdowns to three picks, 1,734 yards. I'm pulling up Matt Corrales now, so filibuster for me. I mean, Bryce Young, I think, was the favorite going into this week. But I think people are going to remember that A&M game. And they're just so used to Bama not losing games that it's going to affect them. But I mean, Bryce Matt, Corral, Matt Corral, 12 touchdowns and no picks, uh, 1,497 yards. So, eight fewer, I don't know. I just very quick Google search, Ben. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a quarterback didn't win it this year. I know that sounds weird. To yeah, say that, this is like, no, this is a, a good year for it. It's it's become a quarterback award for the most part, but I think Kenneth Walker is right up there from Michigan State. He's the only running back in the country with 900 yards rushing, and he's also the only running back in the country with 800 yards rushing. So that's pretty impressive. Um, Bijan Robinson, we've already talked about being awesome. Uh, C.J. Stroud is quietly putting up huge numbers. If Ohio State gets back in it, like we both think that they will, he might you know be able to work his way into the conversation. Um, I don't think there's a defensive guy, although that would be really cool if there was. I think the one that most people talk about is Jordan Davis from Georgia, but it's you have to be like endemic and sue to be talked about at a nose guard. So, yeah. And just for stats' sake, uh, Matt Corral, 58 rushes, 255 yards, and eight touchdowns. So he had what, 12? 12, 12, 12 touchdowns, yeah. So he's got 20. Touchdowns in that pick. So, yeah. Um, why does Bryce Young never run? You just made that click in my head. I've never seen him take off. I know he doesn't much. Impressive. Or I don't know. Weird. Maybe he's maybe he's not fast. I don't know. I've seen a lot of not fast court. Like Tom Brady's made a, a living just sneaking it for three yards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean. Andrew Luck ran it a lot and lacerated his kidney. So okay, okay, hang on. A not cool. B Andrew Luck was sneaky athletic. C he was a gamer. D we blame all of that on Ryan Grigson. Andrew Luck did no did no wrong. He's a perfect man in every way. He He's deserved to retire on his own terms, and Schefter didn't give him the moment. Just got weak kidneys, man. It's okay. can't believe you brought that up <laughs> i thought we were pal- i gave you a compliment to start the show and this is how you repay me you're right but i had to get some content out there um all right so 
let's wrap up this Heisman talk. Do you think Matt Corral is the favorite? I do, for now. I could change this week. Um, I still think it's Bryce Young. But if he continues popping off down the stretch, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Kenneth Walker get his name thrown around a lot more. It should be up there anyway. So CJ Stroud. I'm a, uh, yeah. You know I'm on the CJ Stroud hype train. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Ben. You want to get in the first ad for the night? Sure. I always say first. We only have one ad. Yeah, but it's still the first. You're not wrong. That is true. Uh, the ad tonight is brought to you by Strange Brew Blueberry Cobbler Coffee. It is the best damn coffee in Starkville, best damn coffee in Mississippi. And I will not say anything else because the Twitter mob will come for me if I do. What do you think about the sign? It's a sign. Yeah, it's it's very blown out of proportion. <laughs> the ordinance was passed in 2010. Like you had a lot of years to figure this out. Yeah, I'm, I'm team Busby on this one. I don't know. I don't. I don't care one way or the other. It's a sign. Like the, I've yeah. never. I might it's be also, in the minority. I didn't pay attention to the strange we sign nearly as much as everyone else did. Apparently, you can still have the sign. Just make it smaller. Yeah. And but also, it's a coffee shop. It's gonna be okay. But, but it's more we, fun. We can to, move on. Yeah, it's more fun to engage on social media. Yeah, apparently. Um, ben, paid us has become a competition. Yeah, we did. Pretty well last week, too. Four and we one did. for me. Bama, I went, Bama blew it. Yeah, I went three and two. Uh, I'm done with Notre Dame entirely. <laughs> Can't get on the right side. Uh, Virginia Tech was up, what, like nine with 345 left or something. Ended up losing in regulation, by the way. Yeah. In regulation. To Jack Cohn. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. It would have been nice to go four and one with you, but uh, – yeah, I'm just – I'm done trying to figure out Notre Dame stuff, so. Um, Bill's Mafia. You want to work out the uh, the agreement live on air here? Yeah, let's go. I was really hoping you'd have something else planned for that because I didn't. Oh, like what, what the stakes are? Yeah. Mm, let me think about it. Okay. We'll, we, we'll reveal next week what the stakes we, are. We, we will be back Monday with live stakes. Yes. Omaha steaks. Porterhouse steaks. Maybe okay. there's a steak involved. No, you're just getting punny. I'm, yeah, I'm just fat. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do this for, well, this week and probably for the foreseeable future, I have come with, it was completely at my discretion. So my bad, Ben. It's cool. I've come with five college games and two NFL games for us to pick against the spread. We don't have to take the opposite side of each other. It's just simple person that gets the most right by the end of the year wins the competition. Yeah. Like I said, I picked the five college football games that I am most either intrigued by or I think has, you know, like the most intriguing line for the week. Um, I kind of did that with the two NFL games too. So if there are any games in particular you guys would like to see us pick going forward, please let us know because we are open to any and all suggestions. Yep. And this will also be our uh, discussion for the week, like this upcoming, the upcoming set of games. Um, so the first game, Auburn at Arkansas. Arkansas is a three and a half point favorite. You gonna let me go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've gone back and forth on this one, Busby. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, th- I think the legend of Bo Nix shows up this weekend. I'm taking Auburn plus three and a half. I'm be leading because I'm taking Arkansas minus the points. Probably I think, uh, I think – I know Bo Nix had that big game on the road a couple weeks ago, but I still don't trust that dude on the road. Um, I think Arkansas hasn't played at home in a month. Like Those fans are going to be crazy. Uh, the offense can move the ball on anyone not named Georgia. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, but I think Arkansas wins by uh, – I think Arkansas wins by a touchdown, honestly. Okay. Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas is minus five and a half. Um, like I said, I haven't watched much Oklahoma State this year. They're obviously undefeated. I do think Texas, even though they lost, we've already discussed that. I think they're better. I'll take Texas in the points. Texas is back. Texas yeah, is back. Minus five and a half. I think they bounce back big. I like Sark. I wanted him before we hired Leach. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm rolling with Texas. Uh, Kentucky at Georgia. This is a big spread. Georgia minus 23. What do you got, man? I've, I've been outspoken about this. Not on the Kentucky hype train. I think Georgia's the best team in the country. There's only one way to go here. Kentucky. Georgia minus 23. Um, we agree again. I've been saying you don't walk into Kroger and win, but you don't walk into Sanford Stadium and win either. Oh, man, I want to change my pick. But I'm not going you can to. do it. I'm not holding no, you. No, I can't go against Georgia. I can't. Um, I have been the higher of Kentucky than on from the two of us. Um, yeah. I just don't see how they score, man. I really don't. I know that they had a big week last week, but going from LSU's defense to Georgia's defense is <laughs> quite that the turnaround. Be, yeah, that may be the biggest turnaround you can have. The game that I'm maybe most excited for that's not ours, and it's probably due to the fan base that I follow and where I currently live. Ole Miss Vanderbilt. is at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, Vanderbilt. <laughs> Ole Miss is at Tennessee, and Ole Miss is a three-and-a-half – or a three-point favorite. This is the one this I one, keep going back and forth on. This one scares me. I think Ole Miss is the better team. I think Tennessee's hot right now. That stadium's going to be rocking. Rocky topping. That was bad. Um, yeah, that was, that was bad. Can we delete that? Um, yeah, cut it out. I'm rolling with the Rebels. I think they win by 10. Win by 10. Oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, to be honest with you. But I'm going with Tennessee. And it's for yeah. everything that you said to start off the conversation. They're hot. The people up here are freaking nuts, by the way. Yeah, Tennessee uh, and Tennessee is crazy when they're like good or even a big game there. That stadium, loud. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, you know, I don't know how much they hold, but a hundred thousand, checker over a hundred. Yeah, checkering kneeling, the cell gate will be rocking, the Petros chili will be flying. <laughs> I think that's what it is, anyway. Um. You got a lot of people in town this week. This is going to be a big time SEC game. So, uh, do you let me while we're here? Let's touch on it. Do you think uh, Lane Kiffin going back to Tennessee is a big deal? I mean, he did it twice with Alabama, but this seems to be the only time that people bring it up. Yeah, I, no. I mean, they're going to play it up because they love storylines, but I don't. I think just like him going back to BAM, you know, he coached at BAM and went back. I, uh, that's so far in the past. I don't really see much in it. But I know. did you listen to Unnecessary Roughness today? I don't. I haven't listened to that in over a year. And you know why? I'm not going to say it on here, but you know why. That's fair. Uh, they had Big T on today, and uh, he said that he'd still take Lane Kiffin over Josh Heupel. So this will be a a big matchup. I would too, wouldn't you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I definitely would. But um, it's closer now than I thought it would be going into the season. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And it that. could just be, honestly, I've texted, you know, Justin and some people I work with and stuff. It could just be um, like South Carolina, Missouri are really bad. Mm-hmm. But still impressive to do what Tennessee's done on offense the last couple of weeks. Um, all right. Our game, Mississippi State or Alabama at Mississippi State. Alabama 17. Game of the week, baby. I'm I'm wrong with the Bulldogs, man. 17 is a lot of points. Uh, I've talked about how I'm terrified of coming off a loss. They're probably going to be out for blood. But, you know, we can keep within two touchdowns we cover. So, I'm rolling with the Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, same here. We've already talked about Alabama. God. On the road. Well, we have two differences. <laughs> we still got the NFL. Um, talked about Alabama struggles on the road. I'm taking Mississippi State with the points. I don't expect us to win, but – I expect it to be a little closer than, you know, maybe more someone more casual to the sport would. We're we're guaranteed to lose by thirty now, by the way. Absolutely, we'll on Mississippi State. Absolutely. Um, Chargers at Ravens. Ravens minus three. Weird to me. The Ravens are favored in this game. What do you mean? They should have lost the Colts. Okay. Again, didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> but I think the Chargers are really good. Um, I don't think the Ravens' defense is that great. Um, Chargers' defense is okay. Um, but is their only loss to the Cowboys? Am I right with that? Yeah, you are. 
Yeah, so I'm taking um, Chargers plus three here. I think, and I would even sprinkle money line. Really? That's nice. Yeah, I think they went out right. Mm. I think I agree with you. Chargers plus three. I'm not going to add too I mean, much more to it. That's probably a spite uh, pick, honestly. Uh, Arizona at Cleveland. Cleveland minus three. It's the last pick of the week. This is a weird line, too. Why? Arizona. The Arizona is that much better? I just – they're undefeated. Only yeah. undefeated team in the NFL. The Browns played the Chargers really well last week. Um, um, I don't know. I'm going to go – I hate this. I hate this. I would not pick this game in real life. Uh, pick the good one, then. I'll roll with the Browns just because of everything else just said. I'm going I'll roll with the Browns. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Browns, too. So, we got three I change it to the Cardinals. Okay. We got three differences this week, then. <laughs> um, let's do a little playoff update real quick, Ben. Uh, so, the Cardinals lost. I haven't. I honestly haven't watched a game since then. Oh. But the uh, the series we have left, Red Sox, Astros, and the ALCS, the Braves, or and uh, the Giants, or Dodgers, and the NLCS. As a Braves fan for the month of September and October, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about this? Hey, man, I'm a Braves fan. I don't follow baseball as closely as you do, but I'm a Braves fan. Um, who would I rather play? Is that what you're asking me? Sure. I texted you the same thing last night because I don't know. I think they're both really good, obviously. Um uh, for some reason, I'm more scared of the Dodgers, so I'll take the Giants, even though they're you, the one seed. Do you think you have a shot against either one of them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You never know what can happen in baseball. I think our you know, our pitching staff's okay. Pretty good. I wish we had Acuna. Yeah, but uh, I'd feel nice. a lot better. You got big cock jock, so. And MV free, baby. Jocktober. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I would love to see him go to the World Series. I, I don't, you know. I'm not going to be shocked if they don't, but it's cool just to make it this far. Okay. I hear you. Uh, I hope that you end up happy after all this. Um, Thanks, ben, let's wrap it up with fantasy boom and bust so that the people know who to start whenever we say bust and who not to start whenever we say boom. You oh, want to go ahead and rattle yours off here? Yeah, I'll go with my three booms. My three booms this week, Mr. Michael Pittman against the Texans. I also <laughs> have Michael Pittman against the Texans. There we go. He's going to score two points. So, Michael Pittman, um, the Texas defense, uh, I, I'm just going to hop in here real quick because I wrote down some justifications because I thought you were going to call me a homer. Uh, the Texans are seventh uh, in points allowed against wide receivers this year, so pretty good. But uh, Michael Pittman ha has pretty much fully established himself as a wide receiver one in Indianapolis. Uh, his last four games, he's had 12 targets, 12 targets, eight targets, and seven targets. And uh, I think he's just going to keep establishing himself as the wide receiver we, uh, you know, us Colts fans expect him to be. So that makes me very happy. I thought you were going to call me an extreme homer whenever I brought no, that up. I like Pittman. I liked him going into the year. Then he, you know, the first game, me, but I like Michael Pittman. Uh, my next two, Joe Mixon versus the Lions. Lions aren't very good. Bengals have looked good. Joe Mixon's looked good consistently, which is weird because he hasn't the past few years. Um, and my last one, Jared Cook versus the Ravens. He's been on fire with Justin Herbert. Um, the Ravens aren't very good against um, – actually, yeah, they're not very good against tight ends. So, um, I like Jared Cook. Um, I also have a tight end, and I'm kind of cheating with this one because he boomed like a mother effer last week. Uh, Mark Andrews playing the Chargers. The Chargers are 31st against tight ends, and – Mark Andrews is the main weapon there, so I expect him to have another awesome game. And then uh, your favorite wide receiver, because you're a closeted Bills fan, uh, Stephon Diggs at Tennessee. Ooh, I'd love uh, that. Monday night football, Tennessee's 32nd against the pass, and Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. I know he struggles. Yeah, I, I know he struggled a little bit coming into this week, but I think he's going to boom this week. So. Yeah, I almost took Josh Allen, but that was just I felt like cheating. Mm -hmm. So my uh, my three busts this week. Run through them real quick. Ryan Tannehill against the Bills. Um, Bills, great defense. Um, I think he's not going to score as much. He's not going to be able to run the ball as much, throw the ball very efficiently. So, I, I think he busts this week. Uh, Damian Harris, if he plays, 
I know he got hurt last week, but they're expecting him to play this week. You could really just say like any Patriots running back there yeah. would probably be fine. Yeah, the Cowboys defense is surprisingly pretty good this year, um, especially Trayvon Diggs, obviously, but um, I don't see him having much success. And then this one hurts, but Darren Waller versus the Broncos. He's kind of had an up-and-down season. Uh, the Broncos are sneaky good against tight ends. Um, we don't know. Fourth, right? Yeah, and the uh, the whole coach situation with the Raiders right now, who knows what's going on with that team. Um, that's I expect him to bust just based on his normal production. I just don't think he has as good a game, which hurts me. He's on my fantasy team. So. Uh, I refuse to touch on the John Gruden situation, so don't yeah, make me. We'll just leave that um, alone. Yeah, kind of a scumbag, but we'll just leave that for another day. Um, I texted you beforehand. And I said that my list was pretty tight end heavy. Two of my busts this week are tight ends. Um, Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz have both been hot recently. Yeah. Um, but Knox is going up against the third ranked team in Tennessee against tight ends, and Schultz is going up the fir- against the first. Uh, both on the road. Um, Schultz is playing at New England, by the way. I think I failed to mention that. So I think this would be the week that they kind of you know level back out a little bit. Um, and then you talk about a painful one for me, someone I drafted him, Josh Jacobs at Denver. So you talk about Darren Waller against the Denver defense. Um, I think Darren Waller is going to be fine. I think the running game is going to be what gets bottled up a little bit. So um, yeah, Jacobs has been weird this year too. Yeah, he's been hurt and whatnot. Like even his big games, he's only put up like 50 or 60 yards rushing, but he just happens to luck into a couple touchdowns. So yeah. Um, so any B team. Listeners out there knows that uh, we were supposed to record an NBA preview episode last Sunday. Um, due to some unforeseen technical issues, because I am a moron, uh, it did not get made. We tried to record it twice, and each time it kind of crashed on us. So we are attempting to do that again this Sunday. So hopefully Monday you guys will have some juicy NBA stuff to listen to. Uh, it was great, by the way. I'm just going to give you all that little teaser. So if you're an There's NBA There's a lot fan, of boutte talk. There was quite a bit of Boutte talk. Um, hmm. So hopefully you all tune into that because the guests were fantastic and I think you all would enjoy it. Um, yeah, and then we have, Listen to those guys. And then we have uh, updates on the Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving drama that did not come out whenever we recorded, came out the day after. So it's like the gods kind of look down on us. They're like, hey, yeah. your 12 podcast listeners really need this information. Please take it and run. Try again it, next week. I'm excited um, about it. Like I said, I probably won't be involved. I may be, but probably not. Um, these guys are much more NBA heavy and pay attention a lot more than I do. So I think they'll do great. Y'all need to give them a listen. Um, I'm excited to listen to myself. So, yeah, everyone, that's all we have for you tonight. We hope you enjoy. I think this is a great episode, Ben. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about the new competition. It's going to add a little – extra to watching the games this weekend but yeah, whenever um, you have yeah. to make the six hour trip to to nashville to hand me my bottle of whiskey at the front door after i win um as your punishment all right well you're getting real cocky i think i have the better record this year so far but you oh know. you definitely do but i'm done picking notre dame so bam <laughs> evil even the playing field but uh yeah man i'm excited i uh, hope people are enjoying this like i said if y'all have any suggestions anything you want to hear in particular any games let us know. Um, and go dogs. Go dogs. With that being said, we are out.